You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. All right, welcome in. Flame Central Podcast. It's powered by Alcova Morgan. And Bam! It's just it's just the two of us. Bam! Just the two. Where 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 when, is when the cat's away, the, the mice, mice will play. Will play. Let's go, yeah. Warren. Emily Austin. It's no holds bar today. For those baby. that are wondering, she is on her wedding world tour right now. I think week two. She's of, week two or three. We think it's only gonna be two weeks. We think she'll be back next week. We are not. Nothing can be confirmed no. at this point. It's a fluid situation. Congratulations, yes. Emily. We, I assume. You, have you special. seen? I assume. I've, I, I have. I've, I've did, saw a video of did they go through? Jason. Did they did, get married? Did it at all go through? Oh, I, don't know I haven't about heard. That. Okay. No, we saw, assume the ceremony happened. We assume everything's still going, like like yeah. everything's positive. That's what we assume. So we assume it all. She is going to come back with a, yeah. with an. She already has a glow. She's yeah. going to come back with an extra special. Glow to her. Yes. Sunburn, maybe. Yeah, it might be what that is. Yeah, coming Lack back. Of SPF. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so, yes, we have that to look forward to. Congrats. Congrats to her. All right, hey, on today's show, uh, Scott Jackson, Liberty Baseball coach, yes, will sir. join us. So looking forward to that. Great conversation with any time we get to catch up with him. Let's start quickly with some Liberty Baseball. Listen, they're in a battle right now. They're battling. They're, don't don't let me, hate on the Flames. Don't hate on the Flames. They're battling. Let me set up the scenario for you, Joe, because yeah, we haven't talked about this yet on the podcast. Yeah. The format, the postseason format for the Ace Sun in baseball, yep. which, by the way, they didn't even make public, I think, until this past week. That's ridiculous. The Ace Sun, you never quite know how it's going to go. So here's how it is. There's 14 teams in the league. Eight make the postseason. Yeah. Okay? Liberty, that's not very many. That's not that many. Liberty is seventh Jeez. Uh, going into the weekend, and I think there's tied for six right now. But here's how it goes once you get in. So you get, take the top eight teams. Yeah. Whoever finishes first, your regular season champ, they get the one seed. That makes sense, right? Yeah, common makes, common knowledge, sense, right? Yeah. Two through eight, you're not going off of conference uh, standings, like conference record. You're not going off of overall record. What? It's strictly RPI. So this is what this means for Liberty. Who Liberty has them. Up with this nonsense? Well, this will be your, your boy, Commissioner Ted Gumbart, I would imagine. But Liberty Daisy? is. Liberty has the best RPI in the conference. Oh. So literally, oh, if they yeah. just get in, yeah. they're probably going to be the two seed. Get out of here. That's the way. Like, if you're the eight, they could get in as the eighth well, best what, conference what, record, and they the would jump to the two seed. Well, I think they're trying to think, ever. like, better RPI, better chance of an at-large bid. So you're giving those teams a better opportunity to advance in your tournament and to pick up more wins along the way. Oh. Now, and that might make sense oh, some you. years. I don't know. I've that, never heard anything like yeah, that. Yeah, right. I don't know that this is a year where they'll get – or they'll get multiple teams. This but, has got to be the first year this has ever happened. Uh, has it I, been done I mean, before? I don't remember it being done like this before. Would a basketball ever do this? Or similar that's to a that? Good, that's a good. I mean, that's a good question. That's an. Know. That is. That's. I've never yeah. heard of this before. Yeah. So. So then, then you get to the postseason, and it's two pools, and they put the one through four seed in one pool. Yeah. Five through eight in the other pool. Yeah. And then the top three teams that come out of the higher seeded pool advance on, and just one of the bottom four teams advances on to your final four. Really? And then you go, I think it's just single elimination. Wow. So, yeah, it's 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 a lot. But all that to say, it could very well benefit Liberty if they're able to 
make it inside that top eight. Still a lot to be determined. But you know, you know what I forgot to ask you. What's that? To it just hit me right now. What's that? I wanted the backstory behind the guy who was drinking the two liter Mountain Dew. Oh right, at Austin P. <laughs> yeah, yes. they're actually they've been really good. <laughs> the guy yeah. was arguing yeah. the referee drinking yeah. a two liter yeah. Mountain Dew. I yeah. wanted to know. Like, they, do you see they sold T-shirts with that picture no, on? They like did. they've made some money off of that whole deal. <laughs> that yeah, was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Uh, but Liberty gets a big series win over North Florida. They storm back to win on Friday yes, night, 12-8. And they win on Sunday, 9-3. A uh, couple of home runs for Cam Foster. So, yeah, so they're, that was big. They had to have that. You got to take care right? of business at home. Uh, yeah, right now in conference play, 10-8. and eight, yeah. um, And they, you know, took care of business on their home field, which they had to do. So that was huge for them. They play at UVA tomorrow, which they're a top-10 team again this year. So that's going to be tough. And then they hit the road for a big three-game set at Stetson. So, a lot, a lot to still be determined. I think it's uh, one, two, three, four conference series left, yeah. and I believe it's as it, yeah, two and two, two home, two away. So a lot still to be determined, but uh, it's going to come down to the wire if they don't get hot. I like going to the Flames ballpark. Oh, it's beautiful! Great. You I get take Reese there, my ten-year-old. We get uh, just like yeah. the song says. We Fr get, we get <laughs> Cracker Jacks. Uh, I wasn't sure which song you were going to reference. Yeah, uh, yeah, like Friday night. Perfect oh. weather. You see the mountains in the distance. Oh, it's a beautiful stadium. Great setup. Great setup. You have the little kids. You throw oh, them on kids. the playground. Yeah. Uh, all the kids are running around on the hills oh, and slipping and sliding and sliding all over. You know, there. You all got that. All the stuff. Yeah. You're saying, you want to sing the song. Yeah. One, right. Two, three strikes. Right. We're out. That's it. We do the whole deal. The whole I mean, dog and pony show. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a great atmosphere. It is a great atmosphere. Great so atmosphere. yeah, get out there uh, when Liberty returns home. Their next home game will be uh, May 3rd, Old Dominion. They host them on a Wednesday, so get out there for oh, that one. Beautiful. All right, so speaking of baseball, we caught up with head coach Scott Jackson and talked to him about this season and much more. Have a listen. All right, pleased to be joined by Liberty Baseball coach Scott Jackson now coming off a big series win over North Florida this past weekend. Let's go back to Friday night. You're down 7-0, then you're down 8-1 after 6, and then things start coming together. You end up coming back winning 12-8. Tell me in the dugout, like, do you – since that is that one of those things where you kind of feel like something's brewing or does it surprise you as much as maybe it surprises us sometimes I think so I, I think the latter I think you know you get in there and everybody's it's, it's always just kind of you know you got to play baseball kind of like this you can't yeah. get so you know up and down and so you know everybody comes in and there's some chatter and guys are grabbing their stuff and you know to overcome a, a seven run lead with yeah. what you know nine outs to go or something like that that's I mean, that usually doesn't happen. So you start, I think, sensing it and feeling it when um, usually there's some help in there, a walk, you know, a hit by pitch, an error, something, you know. And then I've always felt like it starts getting contagious and everybody's like, oh, okay, you know, the next, oh, okay. And and so I thought Troyer's double yeah. to clear the bases gets you to eight to four. And then it's like, this isn't, you know, insurmountable anymore. Yeah. And then boom, here comes, you know, the seven run innings. So I think, I think there has to be, you know, a, a moment of belief. And for me, I think it was Troyer's double where everybody said, yeah, I think we can do this. So, you know, I, I'd like to think we think that all the time yeah. when you're down like that. But, um, you know, I think that really made it, you know, something that was plausible for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like a game like that now, it it just kind of you tuck that one away? Like in terms of the confidence level? Yes. Like do you, do you call back on that, you know, throughout a season? Like, hey, you know, we're down, but yeah. we all remember what's happened before. Does that does, have you seen that in your in your time as a coach, like where you can kind of draw back on those experiences? Yeah, unfortunately, I had to call back on it the, 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 next, <laughs> the day. next day. Right? No, yeah. you know, I did. I said, "Hey, we've been here before." You know, after that yeah. five run yeah. first, but no, I, I really think it it does a lot just yeah. for the the 
the belief in the dugout, like this isn't something we haven't done, you know, in the past and we can come back and we can do this. So yeah, you've got to keep that in your back pocket, I think for the rest of the season and, and, and allow your guys to say, Hey, you know, this is something we can do for sure. Yeah. Coach, when you, when you say you said baseball, you know, a little um, football guy, obviously, and it is a very emotional, you know, sort of roller coaster and of, you know, different types of momentums and whatnot, but baseball being right here, when you look at the season, obviously, it's gone a little bit up and down on you so far. What do is there things that you can do to sort of kickstart yourself to get going, or or is it just pretty much like, hey guys, we just keep grinding, we keep showing up, and then eventually good things happen? Like, what what do you do to try to mix it up in order to get yourself on the right side of that momentum? That's a that's a really good question because. I think that's what my job is, is is to do exactly what you just said. Like nothing's going to, there's not like, we can't go out and practice for four hours. We can't scrimmage, you know, you can't do that with pitching. So you have to do exactly what you said. You have to just keep showing up and you just have to keep putting the work in. And there's a difference when you're not talented enough and you look over there and there's, you know, other teams have better players than you do. But then when you look up and down our roster, it's like, guys, you know, we just, we haven't performed consistently over a span of time that allows us to feel like we're in a, a good spot. So it's kept all of us on edge, I think. It keeps everybody showing up and, and you know, grinding, whatever, however you want to look at it. It's such a long season and the routine for baseball players is, yeah. is so critical. And so how, how can we stay in the routine? Does it need to be changed? We've done a little bit of that this year just to kind of mix it up. But at the end of the day, you just see, exactly, keep showing up, keep, keep going. In your experience throughout your years of coaching, when you get in these, do you usually see that and may obviously it's a little bit of both but do you usually see that it's the bats that really get that momentum going again or is it the pitching uh what what has what lays a bigger factor in that i think it's the pitching yeah uh just because once you start to settle into roles on the mound and you start getting consistent there i think it takes pressure off the offense a little bit because you know as well as i do you could be just rolling in baseball and all it takes is one dude on that mound and he can shut you down so i really think it's the pitching part of it that allows everybody to show up at the ballpark the next day and say okay this isn't going to get away from us because we've got guys in the right roles that we know what to expect from them and the pitchers can you know they know when their time is down there in the bullpen and what their role is so I think that's the the, the end all be all, if you will, in baseball. If you can't pitch, it's going to be tough. Yeah, nineteen and twenty overall, ten and eight in the A Sun. Having said all that, and you say you look down there and you see talent, what's the one area where you feel like man, this is the most untapped potential that we have? Like I know we can get a lot more out of this group down the stretch of the season, and hopefully heading into postseason play. I mean, I think it's I think it's our pitching. Yeah. I, I really do. I think we kind of you know our identity is is an offense. I think is kind of there, if you will. Um, we are who we are. I like to say at this point in the season, and so um, we're not built for the long ball. We're not gonna sit back and mash. We have to do some things, take some extra bases. You know, Jalen Guy, Kane Kepley, Jake Lazaro. You know, it's it's about getting on base and those guys being able to run a little bit. So I, I just think. You know, from from a pitching standpoint, we had Nick in there. Nick Moran was rolling for a while. He got you know some 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 injury, and, and he's been out. And then Garrett's been in there, some really good outings. And, and then you know Saturday, kind of that was uncharacteristic of him. So if if we can if we can get some length from that starting pitching and shorten up those roles, and I mean this was the first weekend to my recollection we've gotten Trey Carter in the in two games out of the three on the weekend with a lead. 
And that's what that's what that's, we need yeah, from Trey yeah, Carter, yeah. you know. So and we've used him a little bit in the middle of the week to try to get us out of a jam. And then we haven't run him back out there just to keep him fresh for the weekend. And then you get to the weekend and it's like, man, can we get two outings, you know, maybe a safe situation. Same thing with Hertzler. Yeah. So those are the two guys you kind of circle and star at the end of the game. Um, but can we get there? Can we get to them? And I think a lot of that has to do with our starters. It's interesting you talk about, you know, what you are offensively because it's so different than what you were last year. Yeah. You know, like last year, I think it was 75 home runs. Yeah. Uh, going into the series this weekend, I think you had 25. Yep. Like, I think about that in terms of other sports. Like, if you told Richie McKay, hey, guess what? You're only going to shoot 20% from three this year. I right. know that was a big part of your offense last right. year. Too bad. Like, it's out. Like, you don't typically see that big of a swing. Yep. How does that affect what you do and how much you have to change the way you approach coaching your team, given that, you know, a year, a year removed, it's a completely different way that you guys you know, attack offensively. You're, you're, and that's a really good question. I don't think you really know, you know, until you get out there and you get going in the fall. Did I think in the fall, like, this team's going to hit another 75 jacks? Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, I think it's really about the dynamic of that lineup and how it all fits. And so the extra base hits and the slug part of it, you know, there's there's ways to slug mm-hmm. other than hitting it out of the ballpark. Um, our, our ballpark, as you know, as yeah, you guys yeah. know, it's not very conducive to, to the home run. So we've never really built our roster like that. Um, you know, having the Gulakowskis and the Matthews and the Andersons, the, I like to say the 22 and 23-year-olds that right. you never really plan on having, I think you saw a little bit of that last year. But I don't think our, our team is ever going to be built like that um, just because we value the athleticism and the on-base ability. So that's never going to change. Yeah. So to answer your question, I think you really have to coach those guys in moments where um, the approach is critical and understanding what they need to do to just get on base. It can't yeah. always be about hits for you to think you're a good offensive player. And, and that's really what we've tried to stress with those guys. Yeah. Okay, Coach, this is a side question for you. <laughs> All right. I got a couple side questions. Okay, cool. All right. My first side question is, have you seen the um, 30 for 30 that's out on Deion Sanders yet? The one where he plays both sports? Yes. 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 Did you watch it? Oh, yeah. Incredible. You did watch it. Incredible, right? Yeah, incredible. So my question is this. So they're playing in game six. I think it was game six. And he plays for the Falcons, right? He gets on the airplane. He comes back. And Bobby Cox was the the GM. I'm sorry, the manager at the time, right? Yeah. And, uh, And then he sets them, right? Because they were really ticked off at him. Yeah. They were angry with him. You're in that situation. Would you have done the same thing there with as talented as he is? And you actually have you – have, you've had some dual sport guys. Yeah. You know, Riley yeah. Green right now. Yeah, we've got Riley Green yeah. and, and Reese Mooney and is is on the way. And, um, in, oh, Reese and, Mooney. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, had Ben Renner at North Carolina. You had Renner, a good quarterback. Yeah, yes. had Renner. So, I mean, yeah, I think if 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 – you're talented enough to be in our lineup that day. I I don't know that Dion was a was a regular. Was he? Did, did, was he a regular at that point? Yeah, where I don't know. Was, well, but, yeah, I think he was. Was he? Yeah, okay. and when the way that they seemed because then they went to the first game of the World Series and they're like, oh, we're gonna send it again. I can't remember the pitcher's name for the Blue Jays that he's going against, That's but right. he had That's batted right. over 500. Oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, no, they ain't sitting me now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can promise you that much. Now, and he, I, he ended up batting 500 for the for the World Series and they got. I remember the that. Okay, so yeah, yeah you're right. So. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I would worry as a coach about the fatigue and the, you know, yeah. is this guy locked in, I think, maybe yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that was the big thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, from a talent standpoint, I think you just try to do, I mean, talent wins games. So, yeah. you know, can you put a guy in there that's, you know, gives you a best chance to win the game? I think that's kind of how I would approach it, at least. All right. My second question is this. I hope she never sees this. Um, my daughter is dating, is at the University of North Carolina. Oh, okay. boy. And she's dating a pitcher from Duke. 
Uh-oh. Whoa. This has put me in a really bad spot, yeah, Coach. Do you have any advice with these pitchers on what to – especially a guy from Duke? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? I met him very briefly one time. <laughs> and, and I now, just like, – Is coach, he left-handed? He's a lefty. Oh, boy. That, this, that may coach, be a whole different set of rules. Coach, then, what, yeah. what, how do I play this? Do you have any, like, fatherly advice? Yeah, or, I'll, like, I'll give you – I don't know. I'm not a bunch of guys. I'm not a big baseball. I like baseball. I enjoy watching it, but I don't know the intricacy of baseball. And – I, I, help me out here, Coach. Well, I didn't grow up like this. Like, I didn't yeah. grow – I coached at North Carolina for eight years, but I never had this hatred towards NC State or to Duke like a lot of people yeah, that went to school deep. there. Yeah. yeah, I know it's pretty <laughs> it's deep. really I'll deep. tell you this much. Andrew Miller, uh, left-handed yeah, really yeah, 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 absolutely. Andrew yeah. Miller yeah. went to North Carolina, yeah, and he married a soccer player from Duke, Dude, and she right. is the most incredible girl, and they've so got a wonderful – So it can happen. Oh, so wait. So you're, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. You're fine. That happened? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. Gives me a touch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go back, Coach, quickly to your schedule this year. Because I saw yeah. somewhere, I think you have the second toughest non-conference schedule yeah, in the country. Yeah. Uh, when you're going about scheduling. Second non? Yeah, toughest. Oh, yeah. my goodness. When, when you go about scheduling, like, you want to schedule competitive teams. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure some years, teams that you think, I guess, first off, how far out do you schedule? And then are there years where you schedule someone you think, oh, this will be a good team, good strength, you know, strength, all that stuff, and they're not nearly as good as you hoped? And has this year been kind of the opposite, where the teams that you thought that'll be a solid squad, they've been even better than you thought they could be? Yeah, that's a really good question, and it's, it's about two years out. So I'm working on 2026 right now. Here's my thing with scheduling. I, I just it just doesn't make sense to me to to play an, an easy schedule. Right. I just doesn't I don't think it primes your team to be ready for what they're gonna face in the postseason. So the other factor here is if we have a good year and there's some teams that that and I won't mention them on here, but there's some teams over the last couple years that have been left out. Mm. Um, and it's due to their strength of schedule and they don't have enough yeah. quality yeah. wins. Yeah. Well, if we get to the end of the year and I've got to look at those kids and say, guys, we didn't get in because we don't have a tough enough schedule, that's that's my fault. Yeah. And so I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Yeah. And so is it tough? Yes, it's tough. And and our midweek is incredibly tough. It always yeah. has been here, you know, and but that just keeps you, I think, on edge a little bit. Like there's no the, – the conference games are always going to be important, but then when you have an ACC game like we do tomorrow night at Virginia, like there's just – there's no looking past that. There's no like, man, this is a, another big one. And, and they're all big. And so I just think it just for the mentality of how you have to play and the level you have to play at from start to finish. And especially at the finish, when you get into the postseason, you get into a regional, you're going to face some of these teams that I mean, in 21 was a great example. We get to the postseason and we we had played we, we get Duke yeah, you right. Know, right out of the gate and. We had played them twice that year. Our kids felt like, man, we just we didn't play well against them, and we feel like we can beat them. Yeah. And so, sure enough, boom, here we go. And you know, the year before, we had played Tennessee in the regional. So, I think a lot of the belief and the mentality when you get to the postseason, if we're going to get to the next step and we're going to get to a super regional, then I think you have to have passed a lot of those tests during the year, so the kids find themselves in a good headspace. You know, at the end of the year. Yeah. What, what's, what's your for for in being in season right now, and Flames fans that are out there watching or listening to this right now? What What's your overall feeling and the pulse of the team with where you're at right now moving yeah. forward? No, it's it's a, it's a great group of kids. I mean, it's been a blast with them. You know, it's one thing if you 
don't have the season that you want and you've got, you know, kind of some stuff on the side that you, you know, not a very good clubhouse, you know, this is going on. There's some separation. I've been, I've been in, in, and maybe you guys have too, but it's a great group of kids. I don't think there's anybody in there um, that isn't, isn't frustrated. Um, And so they've, they've done everything we've asked them to do. Um, We could just continuing, like we lifted at six o'clock this morning, just, I think some things where it shows that level of commitment and I want to be there. I want to be with my teammates and, you know, a lot of strength coach Josh Fellows has done a great job of just kind of trying to continue to just move forward with um, the belief and the want to and, and all the things that go with, you know, trying to get it. You know, we keep saying that, you know, we got we, we try to get it going or, or get this thing rolling. I tell them that all the time. And so I think you just you have a lot of guys that think the best is yet to come. I'll leave it at that, nice. you know, and we've stole that from John Gordon. And I just love that, you know, a, approach and that philosophy that, um, you know, you got to You got to think of there's there's two things that come to mind. John Gordon, I love that, you know, because it's the, the best is yet to come. Think how good it's going to feel. And then there's the Tony Bennett side of it where uh, can can we get to a place we never would have gotten to without the adversity mm. that we have experienced yeah. during the year? And so the optimism is there. And I think that's if you're not approaching it that way, then why show up? And so that's kind of where we are and where we're going. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Last thing. A couple of weeks back, somebody we get mailbag questions right from fans. Yep. And they asked us, you know, what would our walk up songs be oh if we were playing baseball? You're back at Campbell, right? Mm-hmm. When you were in college, did mm-hmm. you have what was your walk up? What was what was your walk up song back then? Matt, I'm too old. I don't even know if we had a. <laughs> we a, didn't a, have a, it. I didn't, I didn't, I small college. We didn't have it either. There were a couple yeah. of games we okay, rolled out okay, speakers, but that was yeah. Let's just go back what in would time it and imagine, yeah. Coach. Let's yeah. go back in time and imagine. What were you? Yeah. What were you listening yeah. to back then that that would have been? What was yours again? Well, I would have gone. I think I mentioned uh, the Rocky theme, "Gonna Fly Now." That's just a classic. Rocky. Oh, you know, then you said uh, "Dire Straits" too. I believe. Uh, yes, yeah. that's right. Dire Straits, yeah, money, money for, for nothing. nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah, that's enough. yeah. Coach, mine was the, the locomotion. Come on, baby. I, oh, I, yeah. I was known as the Yakamotion back in college. <laughs> he may have so had his own I, dance. I may have my own dance yeah. known as the Yakamotion. So, come yeah. on, baby, do the Yakamotion. Would have been mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, you I mean, got one. I don't have a. I mean, it, it, <laughs> you didn't have your spot. own dance. That's yeah, fine. You, Not yeah, everybody yeah, does. I mean, I, it would yeah. it would probably be somewhere in in the '80s music yeah. or country music. I mean, that's okay. all I kind of have ever really you know gravitated yeah. to and listen. I still love '80s music. Yeah. I always yeah. will. I yeah. see you being like a Bob Seger old time rock and roll kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. that, that's a good song. <laughs> Tom Petty. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Tom Petty. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get? I in, won't back down. Tom. That's good. That's good. That'll be it. That's good. Do you ever get? Because you know your guys all get to pick their walk-up songs do you ever have somebody pick one that you're just like <laughs> what are you what are you doing like does that ever do you or you're probably so locked in you don't even do you, you don't even, even hear it. I, I just I just I I just want to like not see some of the songs maybe that <laughs> Liberty had I'm thankful for Liberty yes, here in, yes. this, in this environment and what what we you know put on those speakers because yeah. some of that music out there I don't care for but at the end of the day I want them to have fun with it yeah. and enjoy it and yeah. so um, yeah, it's it's it, it kind of is what it is. It's just where we are now with bat flips and walk yeah, up songs yeah, and all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's funny. I talked to because my kids like last year they were out there a ton. They knew every guy's walk up yeah. song and they like. Well, they were pretty upset this year because Three Hillier changed his walk up song. And See, so I don't even know what it. And was, so I went up to actually the three this weekend. I was like, listen, I got to tell you, you really disappointed my kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, don't, so, don't ever hurt the kids. So <laughs> he, he said he's actually you know he's been yeah. thinking about switching it back. Yeah, he said he wanted to try something kids. new this year. It's, it hasn't really. You know, it's not the the only time I've gotten back. involved is uh, I told Gray Betts. Yeah. I think it was maybe two years ago that I thought he should come out to 
I think it's Rob Bass, It Takes Two. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's That's number two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. had that on the dance floor. And yeah. maybe he needs to go back to that. That, that could be. Yeah, yeah he's. It's he not, had, yeah, maybe he got yeah. switched up a little bit. Yeah. I remember one time covering. You know what? I'm going to tell him tell that. Tell him that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I remember covering minor league baseball. It was like Springfield, the Springfield Cardinals, where at one point a guy was just terrible slump. Yeah. And so he switched his song to that. Remember that Call Me Maybe song that was sure. so annoying? Oh, yeah. yeah. The problem was, though, Maybe. then he went on this hitting streak. And so for like 20 straight games, <laughs> yeah, that's Maybe. the song. Yeah. And he had just had, I mean, it worked out. It he worked, had just had yeah. to ride it for a while. But, you know, that's all right. I guess who, we'll take who it. Who were your, like, baseball heroes sort of growing up? Who'd you like? I'm just, a, I'm Cal Ripken, Eddie Murray. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm Orioles, a diehard yeah. Orioles and Redskins, or Orioles and Commanders fan. Yeah. Um, and always yeah. have been. Always will be, and so yeah. My my childhood hero was Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah, nice. Yes, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. That's good. All right, you know who well, I like? Who is that? Lenny Dykstra. Oh, oh yeah, Lenny. Yeah, Lenny, Lenny, Lenny fell on some hard times. He did, after his he did. But when he played baseball, he was tough, dude. Yeah, he that, that era. Yeah, no, you're, baseball, you're George like Brett. You're like those guys. All just seem like. Yeah. He's the toughest dude no in the world. No batting gloves. Right. Yeah. yeah. Chewing tobacco. Yeah. 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 We have our own little Lenny Dykstra, Kane Kepley. He's he's he plays the game a lot like that. His hair's on fire. I, I love watching him play. Love it. He's he's very now not off the yeah. field, just right. on the yeah, baseball right. field. Thank you yeah. for making that. So yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. Clarify he said plays that. the game. Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 Specific. Right. Right. Well, Coach, we appreciate you yep. stopping by. The best Ooh, is yet to come. Yep. You got a series to win this past weekend. Oh, hold on. Joe's got to do something with this. All right. What camera is he looking at? Well, you look right here at that camera right here. All right, so look Flame, at that camera. Coach, coach, coach. Flames <laughs> Central Podcast. Yeah. Powered by Alcova Mortgage. Mortgage. Yeah. Give it to him, Flames Flames Central Podcast. Powered by Alcova Mortgage. That was Bam! That's, that's one of our that, best that, ones. That's one of the and best these, ones. And these three. Yeah, yeah, those three right there. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Three. Emily's going to be really upset she yeah. wasn't here yeah, when we had she John. Yeah, she is going to so, be upset. But that's just the way well, it is. Well, she's enjoying herself, When you take I'm a sure, three-week so. wedding, that's the way oh, it yeah. works this out. Oh, yeah, this you know? is going to be a three-week deal. Yeah, probably so. She ever comes back. Good for her. Good for her. Coach, we appreciate it. Good luck at UVA tomorrow. Appreciate you guys. Love talking to Scott Jackson. Great guy. Yeah. He shoots you straight. No, he's straight. Shooter. He's like, like he's just one of those guys that has that kind of intensity. He's yeah. always at, at kind of a simmer a little bit. You know, he yeah. he, he locks in quick and uh, done a great job here, obviously, at Liberty. And I wouldn't bet against the Flames getting it figured out here down the street. Yeah, he's got experience. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. You got the right man for the job. And you watch. I'm calling it. Yeah. We're, so I always say. Where'd you hear first? Yacht talk. Hey, Yacht talk, yeah. baby. Yeah. That the Flames are going to get on a little A-Sun roll here. And with that whole RPI thing, yeah, yeah. they're going to be right in the mix yeah. coming down the stretch. Well, we can't wait to see it. There, Yeah, no, that'll, that'll be a lot of fun. All right, quickly, let's jump over to softball real fast. They played a tough road series. Central Arkansas, they're, they're ranked. Good. They're legit. They're ranked they're nationally. They're Liberty legit. goes there, drops two of three, did salvage the game on Sunday. So that was good. But Liberty now tied for second. Everybody's three games back at Central Arkansas. Three. So they have been far and away the best team in conference play so far this season. And and Liberty loses those two after they had just beat 13th-ranked Alabama uh, in the midweek. So they got a huge win there, then dropped two or three. But still a lot to be determined, obviously, uh, in that series. Listen, rule number one. Tell me. Rule number one in Flames athletics. Yeah. Cross the board, yeah. right? Yeah. Don't worry about Doc. Don't worry. Dot's got it. Don't, she's don't, she's don't, got it. Dr. Don't, Dot. Rule number one. Dr. Yeah. Dot. Don't worry about Dot. Yeah. She's got all well, her control. Liberty hosts Too easy. Clemson on Wednesday. Oh, so Clemson Clemson's coming old, to town. Those ugly orange they they don't know purple. the Hornets nest they're walking into. They're not walking into. Yeah, they don't, they're they don't get know. Hammered. Yeah. And then Liberty, uh, a three-game series here at home this weekend as well against Austin P, who is in fourth place in the conference. So that ought to be a good test uh, as well. All right. Are you ready for a little mailbag? 
Every time you yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Love it. Do you want to remind the folks what we're doing now? Is this the right? No. Oh, this is not the right no, mug. Yeah, I think Coach box, Jackson yeah. took the. No, grab oh, one we got Doug, can you grab one of the new mugs out of out of the box to show to show the people a new mug? Whole, whole box shipped, so, ready to be shipped. That's right, and I'm gonna take care of that now. I'll take care of that end of yeah. it. So we've got that sorted I out. We had, you know, we had some, um, yeah, we had some issues with the supp- supply chain issues. Now, we're now look at it, yeah. So look at that. There's here, the here. beautiful. Now, you're, you're the you're the voice right of the flames. You're the one right here. Right here. That. You see that. that right there? The, the beautiful mug. We will pick a, a mailbag. Uh, I had that today. Person, did you use this mug today? You saw on Twitter. Oh, I did. You did. Full cup of coffee. What honey? I was going to say, that was a jar of honey? Jar of Bedford County local honey. Don't you... It's good for your have aunties. Bees? Yes. Have you gotten honey from Uncle them? Paul. Uncle Paul. Yeah. We all live on the compound. Right. The, the, com- the yacht compound. Right? Yeah, right. And Uncle Paul is a beekeeper. Okay. And he's got bees. He's got bees going everywhere. And guess what? We got honey. I had a guy. Jars of honey. Local honey. I had someone tell me that they know someone here locally. Save out, the bees. Out towards Forest. Who has a bunch of beehives, yeah. and apparently a bear got into him and ate forty pounds of honey from this be guy. Kidding me. Forty pounds. That bear's oh, got to be just like understand? laying in the woods with diabetes <laughs> somewhere, right? Like that isn't that? How does that, how does anything take forty pounds of honey? I mean, that's Winnie ridiculous. The Pooh can't take no, forty pounds. Of no, that's unbelievable. Absurd. That's that's got to be that's kind of like here, the cocaine bear movie we keep seeing commercials. It's probably <laughs> yes, similar yeah. to that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. H- honey cocaine. Yeah, bear. right. You know, it's, here's what's unbelievable. Yeah. Because Paul is my brother-in-law yeah. slash yeah. neighbor. Yes. Right. I'm learning more about the bees. Yeah. And getting this honey. Yeah. Like to actually get honey yeah. is a lengthy process. Really? See, I want like, to ask you about it that. It doesn't yeah. just happen okay. like, oh, here's the bees, here's right. the queen just, bee. All of a sudden, we got all this honey. Yeah, right. Right. No. Like this takes yeah. a. Lo- so when a bear comes in, like I know that is that's like years of work. Yeah. Yeah. What a shame. All right. Well, not, well, let's. We, can, we don't want to. If bear season rolls around, we'll we can find it back bear. up. Yeah. Right. That's right. All right. Let's get to mailbag. Yeah. Mailbag. First question, and this is actually one that I have gotten a lot in the past few days from people just at at a Liberty Baseball game, around town, people texting me. I've heard this question a lot. They're texting you. Yeah, I get texted sometimes, yeah. Um, I text you I know you do. You do a lot. It's true. Maybe it was you that asked. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, This is from David. Do we have any concern with what seems to him to be a large number of athletes for Liberty football, leaving through the transfer portal this past year. He also finished his email by saying, Yawk Warner 2024. Oh! Hashtag. Which I thought that was nice. We you might know, get bumper stickers I'm going to tell you what. I haven't thought about that yet. Yeah. Yacht Warner 2024. Yeah. But I honestly think we can make a heck of a run. I think... I think, I, think we've got a shot. I think we've got a shot to be able to do something. Uh, we've got to get out to Iowa, I think, now. Yeah, we're going to do yeah, now. It all starts in Iowa. <laughs> you know, uh, but, all, lo- yeah. all roads yeah. lead through right, Iowa. Right, 100%. right, yeah. Uh, but back to the portal. Yes. Obviously, a lot of people going in here recently. Yes. Um, once it opened back up, yes. Flames fans a little concerned. We're seeing a lot of people go in. We haven't seen a lot of people pulled out thus far. Yeah. Uh, how, do you, how do you view that? What's your level of concern, I guess, would be a good way to say it. My level of concern is, like, you have to look at where, where okay, so football. Right. Were, we, were they saying just athletics football, in general? Football, football, football. We're yeah, going to focus on football. football. Yeah. Okay. So my level of concern is this, is that the portal early on, because it's so new, yeah. is the Wild West right now. Yeah. 
and it's so new to the kids, mm. right? They're like, oh, I'm not playing. All right, all right, do I want to play? And and whatever it is, transfer yeah. out. Or, oh, I'm a superstar, and somebody will pay me $100,000 to go to this, to this school. Okay, go. I mean, so you understand that, but it's 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 gonna be like this for a while. Yeah. But I do think over time it'll calm down. The bad news is, is it's bad right now. Yeah. Like it's very the You're good saying news nationally, is, like but that's yeah, my point. Yeah. The good news is, is that everybody has this yeah. problem. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. Everybody's Colorado got had their spot. spring game Saturday. Yeah. The MVP of their spring game, wide receiver, game ended, jumps in the portal. On the portal, gone. Like, like he, he just had a monster performance. Yeah. You know, Colorado's buzzing. It's the hot school right now. Coach Prime and all and that. And he's gone. And he's like, ah, maybe I can use this to jump something. And who knows? Maybe somebody had been reaching out. I don't know. But, like, it, it is happening everywhere. You're taking, you're taking two things. You're taking giving kids the opportunity to, who aren't playing yep. right away to, to go somewhere they have the chance to play. Okay, that's that's a yeah. big one. Then the other one is then you're giving superstars to certain schools the opportunity to make a lot of money. Yeah. So when you combine those two things, there's going to be a ton of activity. For Liberty, like from a what bothers me standpoint, is they're so thin at the linebacker mm-hmm. position, right? So you got a guy like Steven Sings who goes into the portal now. I mean, that's a big loss. However, with that being said, trust me, there's other good, really good linebackers that a guy made him up at starting at a power five school, whatever it may be, that can come in and replace. Yeah. So as much as coming out, there's gonna be there's gonna be new new blood coming in. I think too you have to factor in with a new staff, there's yeah. going to be more turnover anyway. Correct. Right? Because whether it's the staff evaluating the player and saying, you know, you're not gonna get a lot of playing time. Let yeah. me just shoot you straight. Yeah. I don't see that for you. And they're like, okay, well then I'll go someplace else. And you're like, great, cool, best yeah. of luck. Or it's the player being like, I don't really like this system, yeah. or this isn't the system I signed up for. And and they're like, okay, so I'm going to go someplace else. Like With a new staff in general, I think you'll you see more of this than, like I'd be more concerned if this was year five right. of Jamie Chadwell, right. and you had mass exits. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, what's, what's going what's on going in that on, program? Right. These are all his guys that right. he brought in. But it's, that's not the case. So I think typically in any sport, you, you would see more turnover with the new staff. And I think a big part of it, too, with the new staff is this, is that so much of a sports, whether any Richie McKay obviously is a big, yeah. a huge part of this, is fit. Sure. Right? So when you bring a new staff in, sometimes you may have a guy that may be a really good player. He's just not the right fit, whether that's yeah. personality-wise, whether that's the system that that they yeah. run wise, is that you got to be able to run the, you got to be able to, to, to have the right fits. And I think, like, for a guys like the Jamie Chadwells and the Richie McKinney, talking to Richie, I talked to Richie at the spring game, yeah. and he is like, so much of their program is built on, he he believes the recipe is, obviously you have to have talent sure. and really good players, but his recipe is, man, we have to have guys that like each other, that fit well with each other, and so the, we gotta be very careful on who we have yeah. transfer in here to make sure that they're the right fit. The other thing I will say to encourage Flame, fa- Flame fans that, that are feeling kind of down about this right now Don't is feel down. there are a lot of other programs that also have new staffs and I would not be surprised like I think this week you'll start to see guys maybe from other places like that yes. that are like it's not fitting here go in yeah. and and Liberty start to have some options it's the- and, and bottom line is listen I don't think any of this surprises Jamie Chadwell yeah 
don't think he's surprised by this. There's a plan. I'm sure there's a lot of things going on that we don't know about to, to, to remedy some of these situations. But he even said after the spring game, before a lot of these guys made it public, like there are a lot of guys we already know yeah. are going to go in. And so I don't think they're, they're surprised or caught off guard by this. There's a plan in place. The only thing that Jamie Chadwell is not ahead of me on is push-ups. Right. That's it. Outside of everything else, and he's got it all you're, And you want to prove that publicly. And I'll prove it publicly. <laughs> You're going to provoke yeah, me yeah, publicly? Right. You're going to get Right. Okay. That's right. That's, right. that's a different topic. Next question. This comes from Will. What does Liberty football have to do in your mind to consistently be in the expanded playoff conversation in the next few years when it, when it expands? And also, he added a bonus question. When will Joe Yock be speaking in Convo? Oh, When whoa. will you be speaking in Convocation? Don't think you've you know gotten the invite it? yet. That's the other thing I forgot to yeah. ask Coach. You know what, Coach Jackson? You wanted to speak to the team? No, 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 no. Oh. Why can't – I, I want to get on. I want to throw first pitch out. I mm. want you to be a catcher, I right? Yeah. And then I'm a lefty, and I want to stand – I want these guys still stand on the mound. I want to put the heat Jamie on Jamie Chadwell it. did not get up on the rubber. That And honestly, that, that bothered me. I want to get on the rubber, right. and I'm going to throw – I'm going to bring heat. I don't yeah. know if they get nervous, whatever happens. Yeah. Warner, you get behind the plate. Here's the – Make right. that happen. I will – Like, Liberty Zone, yeah. Flame Central right. Podcast, Matt Warner, Joe I Young. will only do it – if we do it this way, if I catch it, but we have Emily trying to steal from first base, <laughs> and then I get to try to throw her out that at second be base, perfect. could we do that? That's asking. Okay, a lot. well, that's I don't. A lot from, I, I, that's what I'd like Coach to do. Jackson if I had my choice, that's what I'd like to do. That's yeah, try beautiful. to throw somebody out. Uh, but what do you feel like? Liberty consistently the program. What does it have to do? Where does it have to get to to be in that playoff conversation year after year? Undefeated. Yeah. I mean, let's look at reality here. Yeah. Is that if you're outside of the Power Five, you know, you go back to the teams that made big bowl games, yeah. right? Boise State, when, yeah. they had, when they had a nice Northern run. Illinois. Yeah, Northern, Northern Illinois yeah. got to play somebody. Yeah. Um, but, and who was the last year? Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati. So if what what do all those teams have in common? They're all undefeated. Around the table. Right? You look at Coastal mm-hmm. a couple of years ago before yeah. Liberty beat them. Yeah. Right? That team probably would have, like, they were high explosive offense. They were undefeated before yeah. the bowl game. That's a team that w- could have made it outside. Yeah. So the first step is to definitely go undefeated. I think if you go undefeated, you are definitely in the in the conversation. But then that gets into okay, who else is out there? So sure. so early on, I it's going to be hard. You got to put together a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Like I think if if you put together a, you know one loss season, but you're now you're starting to show up on the national radar. And so you're going into the next year and you have some national publicity and then you do it again. And then maybe that third year or so it's like, okay, now they, they've been hanging around the 15 twenties and they've got a really good football team and that team goes undefeated. Yeah. Then you'd say, yeah, I think you get a shot. Would it be hard Liberty this year? Say they go undefeated right out of the gate. Cause I got a feeling they're going to start so far back. Yeah. It's going to be difficult. The other thing too, is we don't know how strong, the you know conference USA is going to be right. That's a big yeah, right. Right. So uh, it, it may take some time to figure that out as well and yeah. figure out if it's a strong enough conference to where even if you do go undefeated year after year, is it? Yeah, but know, then, then that, that, get, that also gets into okay. Do you do you schedule out a conference game? But now that you made that point weeks ago, it's like well, now that you're in a conference, you don't yeah. have the flexibility right to be able to schedule a you could. A, a Virginia sure. Tech or an Arkansas, in Arkansas or, late you know, in the year, like, right. you got to play somebody where you can get that win on. Yeah. So I think that's another like, uh, it was yeah, it was Boise State years ago. They played when Virginia Tech was really good. Yeah. They played Virginia Tech at FedEx. 
right? And so they were looking at the, oh, man, if we can beat a Virginia Tech, I think they yeah. ended up doing it, too, and beat Virginia Tech at FedEx. I may be wrong about that, so you Virginia Tech no. people don't go crazy. <laughs> They're uh, not listening. Then, then, you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. then you can, uh, you know, then you have an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a good now, question. With, with the conference thing, here's a question. Yeah. I don't know the answer to you, Matt. With the conference thing, now, because the schedule of out-of-conference was – like some really good teams in a few years coming here. Does that all change? A lot now? of that has changed. So it does change. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a Tar Heel, and and Carolina was coming to Liberty in like 2027 or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, know. I know some of those. But are um, those are those off the table? Now? Some of those are off the table. Uh, I know they've they've some of those have been taken down, or those you know deals have been since moving to Conference USA have been have gone away. Um, just trying to look real fast at what they have listed for the future. Yeah, they've taken down a lot, really? a lot of those games. It used to be, you know, future schedules. Yeah. independent, and you just the now wind. it's like there's not much out there. So, um, yeah, the conference thing really threw they, a wrench into they it. They can do it. It's gonna take. It's gonna take a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last question. Uh, this comes from our buddy Donald. Uh, with graduation coming up, right? Graduation coming up for here, at Liberty, and everywhere. Uh, who would be your dream commencement speaker? Who's oh. this, who is it this year? Doug, do you know? I think it's Billy Graham. Billy Graham passed Franklin. away. <laughs> oh, Franklin Graham. He said Billy now, Graham. Now, that would have been a great one if it was Billy. Yeah, no, Franklin Graham. Yes, okay, that makes more sense. Liberty yeah. pulls off Billy Graham. <laughs> if you pull off Billy Graham. <laughs> pull off Billy Graham. That's, that's pretty strong. Yeah. That's pretty strong. Uh, okay, <laughs> who, who would be your dream commencement speaker? If you got, if they're like, Joe, we need you to, to figure out who would be the best commencement speaker the oh. one that, that gets the most attention, uh, that you know would be the most impactful. Who would you? Who would you get? <laughs> you know, there's a name that comes to mind. Oh, I, no. I did not know this question. No, before, I didn't yeah, tell you. You did this, not yeah. spring these springs on. But me personally, right? Who would be great? Yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. Who to listen be? to. I'm a little scared to ask. ask yeah, a little scared to ask yeah. this thing. But you know, they've had some. Oh, big names. I know uh, our buddy Rhett McGibbon. I think he said the year he graduated, Chuck Probably Norris right. was his <laughs> really? commencement speaker. Yeah. I love Chuck Norris yeah. jokes. Chuck Norris jokes are yeah. so yeah. funny. Um, I would say if it was me and I had my choice, I would love to have Will Ferrell be our commencement speaker. Will Ferrell. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, we had Vince Vaughn here that Vince one Vaughn year. Was I mean, it wasn't the commencement speaker, but yeah. he was here uh, yeah. as part of commencement and spoke a little bit. How great would Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell be? He would do an unbelievable That, that would be good. That would be good. Uh, <laughs> All right, give me yours. I mean, I gosh, I hadn't really – I hadn't even thought about that much. Like, obviously – you, you go one of two ways. You go, like, the serious, who's going to yeah. really, like, get you fired up. Yeah. Um, and, and so I would probably, you know, Sylvester Stallone, right? Yes! With the Rocky theme. You're like, a big Rocky Yeah, right. Guy. Yeah, I'll get out there and give you yeah. the, like, uh, it's not how hard you get hit, <laughs> but how many, whatever, get, get up and, and yeah. what, keep moving forward. He or really you know. talked, punched. Right, that, right. I mean, you, you need the subtitles maybe, but uh, <laughs> he would be great. Um Gosh, who would be? I don't. I don't know. If you're, no, go, if you're going for funny, who would you go for? Somebody funny. Yeah, I mean, you know Will Ferrell certainly up the up yeah, there. He's be up yeah, the I wish he was still around with us. But how great would Chris Farley? Be? Chris Farley would be fantastic. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yeah, Chris oh, Farley was one of the all-time all greats. greats. That would that would be a good one as well. Another great one for me growing up yeah. with it, and rest in peace also is John Candy. Oh, oh, yeah. Agree we're, just, I mean, we're just going down the list of I folks mean, that were taken too soon. Oh, I yeah. know. Those guys are legends uh, of the game. Yeah, that, that would be good as well. Yeah. Do you well, see Will Ferrell at the hockey game last night? No. Yeah, he's at the hockey game. The LA yeah, Kings are yeah. playing the Oilers, right? He's at the hockey game. He's like on the glass. He's like just with the crowd, yeah. right? He's like in the, on the glass, and he's got full face paint on. 
He's got like the mask over and he's got the full face. He's been paint. doing these kind of things yeah. in games where he just randomly shows yeah, up. And yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see what we can do get maybe for next Ferrell. year. Somebody yeah. Please we'll see what Ferrell. we can do. If we can get Billy Graham, certainly we can get, <laughs> we get Billy Will Graham, Ferrell. We can right? easily yeah. get Will Ferrell. Yeah, I like our chances. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Joe, appreciate it. Great job as always. That's it for this week. Uh, next week, Emily Austin should be back. Will she be back? I imagine she'll have like a uh, two-hour slideshow that we'll have to watch as she like goes through the you know, and then on the second day, we, you know, whatever. Oh, look at that meal we had. And yeah. yeah, whatever. So we look, have that to look forward to. Or but. she might be in Caicos and Turks at that. She may uh, never come back. You know. we, we may have to adjust on the fly. But, hey, appreciate you listening. Once again, the Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. Bye. See you next week.